Hello, Vineyard Covington. I'm Rachel, and I'm here with a very special guest. This is Dave Workman. He's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> is that a liability? Is no, that... <laughs> this is great. This is great. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So we're talking through missional practices uh, as a church, and that's been a huge influence for me in uh, the way that I practice mission, because I grew up doing servant evangelism. Which From is the term. start? Yes, from the start that uh, we'll go over a little bit, but it's just serving like Jesus serves in such an easy way to just love our neighbors in a very tangible way, no matter what. So I thought we could talk to dad a little bit about that. And dad um, was senior pastor of Vineyard Cincinnati for a number of years. And Vineyard Cincinnati has just had a huge influence over our city and the tri-state area and um, over the vineyard movement at large, but just loving our city into relationship with Jesus. I can spout that that's off pretty a well. Great, that's a great mission statement. You know, <laughs> I'll rent it to you. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so from the very start, I think we were trying to create more of a servant culture mm -hmm. than anything else. Because um, the term evangelism had gotten so weird and all of us had negative stereotype views of evangelists and so forth. And not everybody's wired like that. Sometimes I think you, we thought that you had to be like a, like a car salesman or something. You just had to sell something. Mm -hmm. And we felt like we needed to redefine um, what the church did, redefine what a Christian does. And instead of being known for things we were against, or our politics or whatever, what if we created a community that was known just for being servants? Mm. What would that look like? I even remember our first outreach, probably uh, before you were born even. And there was just a handful of us meeting in a house in Mason, Ohio. And we just loaded up some, we bought some food at Kroger's and put it in the trunks of our cars and went up to the projects in Hamilton and knocked on doors on Christmas Eve and gave away groceries. Mm -hmm. And what was being changed more than anything was us, because that's, that's just a little tiny poke at the, at the problem. Mm -hmm. But we were being changed. Yeah. So trying to figure out how to serve people was uh, that's just was built into our DNA from the start. Mm -hmm. I have pictures of you on my back as a little baby down in uh, in OTR. But then the issue became how do we how do we express a servant heart of Jesus to people who may not have real physical needs, mm -hmm. um, maybe beyond food and clothes and whatever. And uh, that's when we started doing things like free car washes and free Coke giveaways or bottles of water mm -hmm. uh, giveaways or anything we could figure out, cleaning toilets and local businesses, anything to get us out for a few, just a couple of hours on Saturday and get us out of ourselves, mm -hmm. which, was the, which was the main deal. But it was, how can we serve middle class or upper middle class people or whoever in a way that um, it kind of causes a head tilt mm -hmm. where they go, hmm, I didn't see that coming. Right. It's not a normal thing to get something for free. It's days. not a normal thing. And here's what it really exemplifies, I think, mm -hmm. or what it expresses is a really nice picture of what grace is. Mm -hmm. So if grace is totally undeserved favor, I didn't do anything to earn it, to get it or whatever. That's really pretty powerful when you do something for free. Yeah. We're going to talk about Mark 10, 45. Even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. And Jesus just gives it away. He doesn't yeah. ask you whether or not you've got this or got that. He just gives it away. There's the free grace yeah. from him. Yeah. And, and if, that's, if that's the leader that we follow, mm -hmm. if he being God 
mm-hmm. would do that. What does that tell us about how we're supposed to operate in this world? Right. I don't know how we miss that part in the church. So that's what we want to practice is practice being servants, to right. practice that. And maybe we don't have a big old car wash going on right now, sure. but things going on that like individually you could do or get some families together and do this together. But rake your neighbor's leaves. You can go to Walmart, buy three rakes mm-hmm. and you're ready for an outreach. Get three, three buddies yeah. and, a, and, a, and a trash bag and just go uh-huh. do it. Don't even ask for permission. Just go to it, rake someone's leaves. So we're going to challenge you to just find a way that works for you to serve with your family, serve with a friend, um, rake some leaves. You could, I've done brownie giveaways, like bake some brownies and take it to a neighbor. Buy pizza for a single mom family or or buy, the, the big one was buy the gas for the person next to you at the gas pump. And uh, that was a biggie. Mm-hmm. Wow, but what a, what a huge, what a huge statement. Yes. The beauty of it was it wasn't just random acts of kindness. Yeah, you're not just being kind to be kind. Like yes. You can be a good person. It's more than that. It's like yes. because of what Jesus has done in us. It's something I want to share. That... Yeah. yeah, and the total win is when they see it coming from a community of people who are just loving people. And when they make that community connection, then it's a it's a total win because mm-hmm. I'm not sure even how you do evangelism, evangelism mm-hmm. apart from community. Mm-hmm. There's something about pulling people into the family that is so powerful and it makes it all so much more real. Yeah. We exist to welcome people into a family that's being transformed by the life and the love of Jesus. Oh, that's good. That's real good, right? That's really good. That's Fenrir Covington right there. Booyah! All right, everybody. Well, let's get out and serve someone this week. We love you all. We'll talk to you later.